You know, I gotta say, Joe, ever since, uh, the last time we recorded, a lot of, uh, a lot of weird, a lot of weird things have happened. Yeah. Such as, uh, well, apparently people don't like Carhartts anymore. So that's a thing. That's so weird to me. <laughs> right? Right? And I didn't, I didn't quite understand what it was when I, like, went on social media and everyone's like, well, time to replace the Carhartts, thinking like, wow, maybe there's like a huge Carhartt sale and everybody's on board with buying new carts. No. No, no, just as a company, they decided their workers need to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Weird. But worse than that, Betty White died. Bob yeah. Saget. Bob Saget died. Bob Saget died. He did die. Did you not know that, or did you forget? that? I did know that. I was just, I was, I was emphasizing. I'm with you. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was so young. Saying. Just like 65, his, yeah. his whole life. Yeah. Fucking. <sighs> Goddamn. Oh <laughs> uh, well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it, it was weird because because uh, what Buddy White died on what New Year's Eve or some shit like that. Yeah, and it was it, it was one of the weird things like when it did happen and then Bob Saget happened and uh, oh god the other guy Portier I can't remember Who? his first name Portier Oh yeah 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 Sydney, Sydney they called me Mister Tibbs Portier no it's Portier 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 what how'd you pronounce it Portier Poitier? That sounds yeah, like isn't it? That, that, that sounds like you're just jibber jabbering. I'm pretty sure it's Portier. I don't know. I believe you. I haven't mm. seen it written, so I can't remember. Gotcha. Um, but no, it was weird because like all these things were happening, and uh, obviously, like we we recorded like two shows back to back in the same day. Uh, I think it was like the week of Christmas. Yeah, we did it. So it was one of those things where I'm trying to figure out I was like. Can we still talk about these things, even though it's been like a few weeks? Because it has—I mean, it's been about three weeks, obviously, uh, since we recorded last. We're starting up the new season of uh, this freaking show. This is the uh, season premiere, season six. Wow. Um, yeah, we uh, we made it another another year, another another Maybe. round, another round, if you will, uh, of uh, this freaking show and. I gotta think, like, can, can we talk about it? Is there is there still time? Can we mention it? Has it already been discussed everywhere else? And uh, deep down, you know, it's like I don't think you can really put a uh, a timestamp on uh, recognition to uh, actors and actresses who have passed. Yeah, I think if it had been like a year, maybe, yeah. and we just we just never talked about it, and then like season seven opener, we're like, hey, Betty White died, right? Like, yeah, it, like. It, There'd be a very funny bit, but would not make a lot of sense. Right. It'd be like one of the things, like, if we were starting up, like, a brand new podcast at this very moment, and our first topic of discussion was uh, Biden winning the presidency. Right. Or uh, the, uh, the country decided to shut down because of COVID. Right. Like, uh, Joe, I don't know if you know this, well, but yeah. uh, they, 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 they uh, created some travel bans because of some virus that came out of Wuhan Channel. Did you hear about this? You know, here we are in 2022. Wow, I can't believe it. I can't believe that that happened. <laughs> uh, it was unfortunate to hear that uh, yet that uh, she passed away. Uh, I think her birthday was actually a couple days ago. Yeah. Her 100th uh, birthday. 17th, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's unfortunate she didn't quite make it to 100. But you know what? 99? That's that's a life. That's pretty amazing. That's, that's, a, that's a long and, life. And to be beloved for yeah. so long. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. But 
after her passing, and obviously Bob Saget was uh, was heartbreaking too. I mean, I grew up with Full House, um, you know, and then you, you see him like pop up in movies here and there. He was in the reboot of Fuller House and stuff. Uh, outside that, I don't really know much about him. I know he was a stand-up comedian. I know he yep. was actually on tour when he passed away. Uh, I know people weren't, uh, you know, weren't waiting around too long to accuse the booster of uh, his untimely death, which I think is crazy. It's very, but <clears throat> but whatever, very. you know. Yep, they they want to live their lives like I, it's it's fucking goofy, you know. I I I wouldn't uh, besmirch a man's passing by trying to blame it on something that you have no information on, right? Um, so I, it's unfortunate, but it's one of those things where you know. Because Betty White's passing, like, goddamn, 99 years old, it, it worries me because, you know, there's other great actors who are kind of up there in age as well that, you know, they, you know, they could go too. Right. Morgan, Morgan out, Freeman, I, Clint Eastwood, William Shatner. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Feeney is still alive. Yes. He's 94. James Earl Jones just turned 91. Is, is he 91? That's what oh. I read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, he's got to be up there, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So it's it's one of these things where it's unfortunate to think about, but, I mean, like, within the next five years, you know, there's there's other towns that, in Hollywood that, you know, eventually they're going to go. Right. And it's just sad to think about. It is. Well, and then you have, like, freak accidents, like that, uh, that actor from Hannibal, uh, Gaspar Julio. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, died at 37 years old. Oh, I know you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch this show, but, it, you know, it's always shocking to me when I hear about anybody under 50 dying. Yeah. Well, when you, you know? said, yeah, when you said Hannibal, I was thinking of the uh, the Anthony Hopkins movie. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I forgot they made a TV show about it, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, well, it's like that uh, kid uh, who was in Star Trek or uh, yeah, yeah. Charlie Bartlett. You know, he, he died because his Jeep rolled back on him and he got stuck between uh, the Jeep and the gate. Yeah. You know, like um, that little kid. There was, a, <laughs> there was a, a girl I went to elementary school with who died that way. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, horrifying. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, <clears throat> no, I'm sorry to hear that. It's it's just yeah it's just Fine. things like that that's unfortunate and uh, like that kid uh, who was in um, Descendants uh, who was in um, uh, Grown Ups that kid who died with you because know, he had a seizure oh jeez yeah a lot a lot of unfortunate you know and I don't yeah. I don't I don't want to stick too much into death I just kind of want right. to acknowledge it for a moment because yeah. I I don't want the season premiere of season six to uh, be a downer because uh, we're, we're because we're going to take the opportunity to kind of talk about what's coming in 2022, what we have planned. Um, I want to talk about our new segment uh, with, uh, uh, what what do we call it, uh, Bring It Freaking Back? Yeah, Bring It Freaking Back. <clears throat> bring It Freaking Back. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a second, too. Uh, but before we do any of that, uh, we just got to remind you guys that this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. CarterComics.com is the one-stop shop for all your comic needs. If you're looking for um, an addition to a current comic collection or the beginning of a comic collection, CarterComics.com is the best place for you to go. And they carry comics, everything from raw comic to graded comics, 9.6s, 9.8s, even some 9.9s, as is the uh, comic of the week here that I'm going to share with you guys uh, here in a moment. 
CarterComics.com uh, has thousands of comics available to you. They actually have so many comics that they can't just have it on their website. They spread it out through four different eBay accounts that are available as well. Just by going to CarterComics.com and scrolling to the bottom of the homepage, and they linked all four right there. So if you're not looking to just buy outright, you want to do some bidding because apparently people are really big into bidding for things. You can do that under uh, eBay accounts as well. CarterComics.com is the best place for you to go to get comics. Comics such as this week's comic called No Heroin Number Two, uh, and uh, as Joe uh, pointed out to me before recording, it's heroin as in a hero. Not the drug. Are they pronounced different? Or am I just not saying it right? I think so they're like, pronounced the same. I think it's heroin. No I think it is. is. Right? I mean, like, you could... I, I think there's an argument to be made. You could pronounce it like heroin. But who says... No one says that. No one says yeah, heroin. A, yeah, that sounds weird. That's like a... That's a, that's a planet in Star Wars for a sentence. Yeah. That's like a Disney princess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess, so I guess I'll go with no heroin... Heroin, 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 heroin. Yeah. Number two, uh, graded comic 9.9, so as close to a 10 as you can get without getting a 10. Uh, the Hive Momoko Secret Metal Variant, limited to only 20. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's available on their eBay account. You just gotta search on eBay. For, or just go to the link on their website, as I mentioned. It would be the, four, the first one that's listed uh, under Comic Lady, Comic underscore Lady. Search No Heroin number two. It will pop up. Uh, uh, this comic has uh, some value to it, so uh, it seems like this may be the one for more of the diehard comic collector. It does seem like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but of course. Yeah. Trying to get over to that. Link. I just want to. I just want to see it. I've yeah, never just, even seen a, a nine point nine. Yep. All you gotta do is go to cartercomics.com, Go down to the uh, bottom of the homepage. Click on click on eBay store number one, and then search in the upper right uh, corner of the page for no heroin number two. It will pop up, and you'll be able to check it out. Uh, like I said, they they carry an abundance of comics. I said like even not just graded. If you're more into buying a comic to physically read it, uh, other than you know. You know, rather than displaying it, because these graded comics are encased in plastic for displaying purposes. But they do uh, sell raw comics that you could go ahead and thumb through and check out. Uh, Carter Comics is actually on a little adventure for me because I uh, I found an interest in wanting to read the Marvel 1602 uh, series. So they are looking into getting those for me. So I appreciate that. Nice. Yeah. So if you guys want to fill uh, start. Start buying some comics today. Go to CarterComics.com. Click on the account uh, button. Sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Again, I don't know if it's called the Carter Comic Club. I just like saying Carter Comic Club. It's not even so much like saying Carter Comic Club. I just like the fact that I can say Carter Comic Club multiple times for no reason at all. So join the Carter Comic Club. Fill up your cart with all their amazing comics. And then the shipping comments section, put in FreakNet, put in Cartoon Joe. Let them know that we sent you, and they'll take care of you. Uh, I know they're going to give a deal on... Uh, on the sale of it, uh, I believe it is 10% off. Uh, we're working on a more uh, uh, consistent, like, promo code thing with them. Uh, it's just the website's fairly new to them. Uh, obviously, they spent a lot of time uh, working through eBay, uh, but the website is fairly new, and they're just trying to get everything 
uh, set up and done the right way. So eventually there will be an official promo code, but for now, just put in the shipping uh, information, Freaknet, Cartoon Joe. Uh, there's a 10% savings on uh, your entire order. Uh, they'll take care of you. I can promise you that. CarterComics.com. Fill up your cart, get your comics, and just enjoy the geekiness that brings uh, that you get from comics. Yeah. This freaking show is also brought to you by uh, Audible.com. If you want to find your next great read for this new year, the best way to do it would be to go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first free audiobook from audible.com. It's a great way to uh, to get started with the year, to start it off strong, to read more books this year. Uh, great way to, to do that is to have other people, which is what Audible is for. So go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself a free audiobook. It's great. Go do it. Go do it right now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, Joe. Okay. Well, uh, I want to I want to dive into our first uh, our new segment for the season. I want to get that uh, done and out of the way. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Does it matter who goes first? Uh, you should go first. I should go first. Okay. Yes. Cool. So, uh, for what you guys, uh, for what we're doing here, uh, for this season, obviously, you know, if you've been a fan of this freaking show for a while, every season we have kind of a new segment thing. Uh, last year, uh, what the fuck did we do last year? Uh, the book club. Oh, the book club. We did the book club last year. Year before that, I think we did like, uh, events that happened the week of in history. Uh, we did like movies and so we, like, we always try to do something different. So this year we wanted to try something new. Uh, we were going to go with what ifs until we realized how lazy we truly are. And, yeah. uh, they'll just take way too much time. More work than we were yeah. Working. 100%. Yeah. We're not quite there yet. Maybe one day, maybe one day when, when Freaknet Studios becomes a thing and it's like our own sustainable financial way of life, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but for the time being, we figured, hey, instead of doing that, let's do something that's actually a little bit more fun and think of all the shit that has been canceled or no longer in uh, in production and see if we could uh, talk about bringing them back. So what I want to bring back, uh, and I've been thinking about this one for years, actually, even before this idea, uh, they're called uh, Planters uh, Chocolate Crisps. Oh, I don't even think I've heard of that. Oh, they're amazing. They're actually what it is. It looks like a peanut. Uh, okay. it's like a, it's kind of like a, a peanut butter shell, but shaped like a peanut filled with chocolate. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, they were. They, uh, they're absolutely 100% amazing. I'm trying to find more, uh, information on exactly like when they're discontinued. They were a thing in the nineties. My dad used to buy them all the time. Uh, they used to have like a PB crisp, it was more like a peanut butter, uh, crisp, so it was like a peanut butter filled, uh, peanut butter peanut. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I was more of a fan of the chocolate filled ones. Gotcha. Um, absolutely amazing. They said they're, they're more popular in the 90s. Uh, they're, they're so popular, there's actual, like, petitions and stuff currently. They're trying to get them to be brought back and everything. Uh, PB crisps were an utterly delectable mid-90s snack food. After being discontinued for many years, there still isn't a comparable snack because these snacks were one of a kind. 
Pee-wee Chris lovers are urgent planters to bring them back. Those look incredible. They, you know, they're phenomenal. It, it was weird because, like, like looking at the pictures now, I'm probably like, okay, I remember how they looked. But in my mind, it was almost like a detailed peanut that you couldn't tell the difference. But obviously, you know, now that I'm kind of looking at it, it looks about yeah. what I, uh, what it does, like, it does look a lot like a peanut. But it's not exactly. But I could see how the passage of time would make you think it was peanut. Yeah. A uh, couple couple uh, other people who are kind of on the same boat as I am. Uh, for those of you who are fans of YouTube, uh, YouTube celebrity L.A. Beast endorses the uh, movement. Uh, Hormel has not yet made a statement about Planners PB Chris, but we recently uh, they were recently featured on Watch Mojo. Uh, Hormel's acquisition of planters has been completed back in June. Added pictures of PBJ Chris bags, uh, that were recently one, blah, 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 whatever. So, uh, there's a movement to bring them back, and I hope it does happen. Uh, but in the meantime, it's just a nostalgia thing I gotta love, but that's what I love to freaking bring back. Absolutely. I, I think that's awesome. I, so I actually had some trouble with this because a lot of the things that I wanted brought back have been brought back recently. Like 3D Doritos and um, uh, French Toast Crunch. You can you can go to the store and get those now. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I really miss, it was one of my absolute favorite things. So I, I really love breath mints. I know it's a weird thing to love, but like Altoids, yeah. I, I, it's one of my favorite things to just have in my back pocket or um, in like the dashboard, not not the dash compartment of my car, but like the console of my car or whatever. Yes. Um, sometimes you just, you just need a little tiny something to, to pick you up while you're driving or, you know, whatever else, or you just need to freshen your breath a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and Altoids is perfect for that. But there was, when I was in high school and college, there was the perfect Altoid for me, which was the Altoids Sours. Yes. Oh my uh, God. I miss those so much. <laughs> yeah. And, and the round metal can. And then like, yeah, they, they, they kind of stick together from time to time, like tangerine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, tangerine. So, uh, there were some other flavors. Those are the two that I remember the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish those would come back. Those were so good. Yes. Oh, I, I remember those exactly. And that was the weird thing, too, is like, you know, like when, <clears throat> because, I mean, they, it, I don't know if it was the sourness of it or what, but they they were addicting. I mean, like Tic Tacs and shit like that. Um, mm hmm. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm glad you're going that way because as soon as you said breastmints, I'm like, ooh, I think I know where he's going with this. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just like little candies. I'm an old man in a young man's body. And that's how it's always been. <laughs> well, it's a good one, man. My, my mouth moistener. <laughs> Your mouth moistener, right? Yeah. Oh, the salvation that came from it. Ah, oh. oh, it was so good. So good. I think yours is better. I gotta say, between the two, if I had to pick, I would bring yours back. Yeah. Well, I already got mine ready for next week too. There's so much that I would love for it to come back. So, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna save this one for next week because I kind of want to dive into uh, talking about this week. Biggest thing I want to talk about before we talk uh, before we dive into what's going on in 2022. Because I know we mentioned it here and there uh, over the last couple months, but uh, I want to deep dive into some of the plans we have for. 2022 and what we're going to do. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, some of the issues I've been going through over the last few weeks. Now, it has been resolved. 
Uh, for those of you who know where I work or people who I work with or who work at the same company as I have, uh, I just want to let you know that I, I'm not complaining too much, but I'm going to vent a little bit here because I think, uh, I think, uh, my, uh, you know, you remember that, uh, what's that fucking saying? Like, uh, poor planning in your part doesn't constitute an emergency on mine? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they they had that kind of mood going into uh, my situation, and uh, for those of you who don't remember, um, I was off work for pretty much the whole month of December with back problems. Uh, I had to go on disability. I, I'm still going to physical therapy right now to get kind of like back to what is as close to normal as possible as far as uh, being functional and mobile. Um, but. Uh, I don't know if disability is something that's a consistent issue with anybody or it's just my company, but I didn't get my disability check from December until like last Saturday. Jeez. Yeah. That helps and, you pay your December bills. Right. And that's, and that's the thing that bothered me the absolute most when it came to my company was, um, I got, I got cleared to come back to work uh, a couple of Wednesdays ago. And, uh, I think it was, uh, January 5th, I think I got cleared to come back to work. So I called the company that does our disability, let them know, hey, I'm going back to work on the 7th. They said, okay, well, we sent all your information over to your company. Uh, it, you know, we approved everything. Everything's good to go. So, uh, you should get your check issued from them. And I was like, cool, awesome. Uh, you know, asking them, like, do you know how long that would take? And they said, after we hand it over, it's at their discretion how long it takes to get sent uh, sent over to you. So I think fine, whatever. Um, gave them until Friday because uh, Friday was the payday. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, since they got all the information on Wednesday, maybe they can sneak the check out on fucking Friday. Right. Um, foolish of me to fucking uh, hope and pray for that because that didn't happen. So yeah. the following Monday, I sent an email to uh, HR and asked them, like, hey, I was just wondering when I'm going to get my disability check since I didn't get paid in the last pay period because I was off. And I do got pay, uh, bills that are coming out next week. I just need to know when the check's coming. Uh, I got some, I got some, uh, I got a response from them saying that the HR regional manager is reviewing, uh, the situation and have, uh, should have an answer for me soon. So I said, okay, Wednesday came around, nothing. Emailed them again. Hey, just trying to figure out what's going on with, uh, my paycheck. I still haven't received my disability. For uh, the couple weeks uh, in December, I was off just trying to figure out what's going on. Again, HR is reviewing it, blah, 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 you know, to assess whatever. Friday came around, still no check. Emailed them again to say, hey, just trying to figure out what's going on with this. I still haven't heard anything from anybody. Still haven't received the check yet. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on because I do have bills due next Friday. Again, yeah. third time around, HR regional manager is reviewing the situation. So I emailed again on Monday. Because I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna keep fucking emailing them. Like, I, I got nothing to fucking lose here. Right. So I just, I emailed them. I was like, I just need you guys to tell me when I'm gonna get this paycheck. Because now I have all my bills due on Friday. I haven't received a paycheck in a month. And I'm going to end up being out of money. So please tell me when I'm going to get my check. Same thing. HR is reviewing your situation. He understands the importance of you getting your check. Uh, as soon as we have an answer, we can notify you at that point. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to email the regional manager. So you've emailed the regional manager on fucking Wednesday. Hey, 
Blah, blah, blah. Um, I was told you're reviewing my disability check. I understand that you got all the information for it last Wednesday. I've been emailing you guys four times since then. I keep being told you're in review. I have no idea what that means. But what I can tell you is that my bank account is going to go negative when all my bills come out uh, this Friday, and I have no money in it because I have not received this check. Please, for the love of God, help me. Right. Thank you. Sign my name. Next day, same fucking email. I'm just following up about my check that I haven't received yet. I was told it's in review. I have no idea what that means. My account will go negative if I don't have funds in it. Please help me. Yeah. Nothing. Next day. Hey, this is my second follow-up to my previous – this is a follow-up to my previous follow-up. I still have yet to hear anything about what's going on on my check. No one is giving me an answer on it. I have bills coming out tomorrow. I have no money in my account. It's going to go negative. I don't know what to do. Please help me. Thank you. Sign my name. Saturday rolls around. I get home from work. There's a FedEx at my uh, at my door. They mailed the check. So I said, "Who cool. told you they mailed it? Why?" Right. Why? Any answer, any answer than no answer will have been better at all. The fact that I emailed the HR manager three times. No answer. Whatever. I say, okay, well, I can't put it on Monday because it's Martin Luther King Day. Bank was closed, so I'll put it in on Tuesday. Put it in on Tuesday, got everything taken care of. I was lucky enough to get a hold of the people I owed money to. I said, listen, I was off work from December. I don't have the funds. Can I please pay you on Wednesday? So I was able to do that. So luckily, I had no issues with my bank. Oh, good. God sent on that part. But I did get an email on uh, Tuesday from HR stating, hey, Travis, check should have been mailed by Saturday. Please let me know you got it, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I just respond. All I respond. <laughs> if I just not I, respond, just be like, like, no, you're going to have to email yeah. me at least six times. <laughs> all, I, yeah, all I did is email back, said, got it. And that was it. I was like, I got, I, think I got, I got no fucking time to fucking, you know, I'm not, I'm not thanking you for your help because they didn't fucking help me. You know, it's, it's ridiculous that it took four emails to one person and three emails to another person for at least one person to say, you should have gotten it by now. It's like, yeah. how hard is it to say, hey, checks in the mail, you should receive it then. Hey, we express shipped it, it should be there tomorrow. Anything other than, Oh, you should have gotten it two days ago. Yeah. So, um, I'd start asking around to see if anybody else has had similar experiences because it sounds to me like you have an option for a class action lawsuit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. The it's, amount it's, of stress that goes into not knowing if you're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, it's, I'm. I'm so angry on your behalf. I don't even know what to do with myself. Dude, it, it's, it's, it was, it was such a miserable joke for so fucking long because it's like, and one of the, and the thing is like, it's not like, it's not like I was taking time off. And I, and I, and one of the things that bugged me the most when it came to like my job and like some coworkers and stuff is that they assumed that like I was just lying about where I was at so I could have some time off work. Right. Uh, and that's and that sucked. But you know what? People are gonna have their opinions regardless. And if they want to believe that, hey, they can fucking believe it. I don't care. Uh, I was willing. I I I was willing to come back to work two weeks ahead of when I should have. Right. Doctors and physical therapists were okay with me taking two more weeks off to make sure that I got everything done. They were okay as long as I went to physical therapy. And last week I was supposed to go to three physical therapy sessions, and I made one of them. 
This oh. week, I was able to make three because I had three days off for the first time since I went back on Friday of the week before, so the 7th. So from January 7th up until this past Monday, which is what, the 17th or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah. So within 10, know, but yeah, yeah. 10 days, I worked eight of those 10 fucking days. So it's like there, there was no, there's no way for me to do what I'm supposed to do. I know the company's not willing to accommodate any of it, and they dragged their fucking ass on, on the shit, and it just sucked. It's like because cause they don't give a fuck about what goes on with me and my personal life. They just care that I show up for fucking work. Right. You know, it's like, you know, it, it shouldn't take me seven fucking emails asking for something that technically is owed to me because I have short-term disability insurance. I followed the process and the procedure of everything I'm supposed to. Right. And they sit there and they want to jerk around with shit. Like, that check should have showed up weeks ago. You know, right. they, they they got all the information. What are they going to do? Like, seriously, what are they going to do when you are fed up enough? And your other guy is fed up enough that you both quit. They already don't have enough workers. What the fuck yeah. is going through their minds that they think that they can just treat people this way? I just don't understand it. You know what makes people productive mm-hmm. is treating them well. If you treat them like they are slaves, they will rise up and murder you. <laughs> like, God damn it. That makes me so fucking mad. Sorry. Sorry no, to be in that way. No, Holy but- shit. No, and you're, but the thing is, man, you're right. You know, I was like, I, I've, I, and I, I've gone into like some interviews here and there, uh, which it, it's weird. Like when you go into interviews, uh, I didn't re- even realize this though, but there's a difference in interviewing <sighs> at 24 years old than there is at 32. I believe that. Um, because like I remember like when I used to go into interviews like 24 years old, and I don't know why I'm fucking like this is the same subject. I don't want to seem like it's changing the subject. But no, 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 yeah, I hear you. Yeah, at 24 years old, when I used to go into, like, interviews and shit and used to talk to people about, like, you know, what I could bring to companies and stuff like that, like, it was always, like, you know, like, you know, like, a younger feel, you know, a fresh, you know, outlook on shit like that. Like, yeah, bringing, yeah. bringing youth into the fucking uh, industry and trying to better it and, you know, update it and make it more new. It's right. so weird because, like, you really can't do that concept when you're in, like, your early 30s anymore because you're kind of at that age of what people were when you were at 24 years old. Right. So, you know, like the last interview I went into, the guy asked me and it, it was, it was very, it was very casual. It, it was more of like, you know, just us bullshitting back and forth. Um, it was a guy who was pretty close to my age. I think he was like 36. So he just wanted to talk to me like just a normal person. And he said like, we was like, what can you bring to the company? Like what, like what do you want to get out of being a supervisor or a manager of this, uh, of this company? And yeah. It was weird because, like, you know, because my my automatic response is fresh, new, you know, like, try to get out of the old habits and stuff like that. But realizing what I've gone through with the same company, not only this past year, but the four years previous, which... Yeah, they're not changing. Nothing changed. So it's like, it's a realization now, like, when I went in, and I said, I talked to the guys, like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not so much that uh um of like processes and procedures I want to bring into a company, but it's more of how how I react with the people that work for me in a sense. Like first off, I don't want to look at it like people work for me. Like we work right. together as a team. We work right. with each other to achieve a goal. 
Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing that companies, and I get it, you know, companies are, are they, they want to make money because when they make money, they can stay in business. I get that 100%. But you know what? Yeah. That's what the CEOs are concerned about. You know, the, the CFO, the COO, all those board directors, they can worry about the fucking money. But when you have managers of offices and stuff, their focus should be the morale of their employees. And right now, like, the morale of where I'm at is garbage. There are people yeah. quitting every single month, it seems, just going. And nobody wants to fill these positions. And you're absolutely right. Like, it gets to a point where me and the guy that I work with, like, we're just we're just tired. As I said, I just worked eight of the last ten days, 12-hour shifts, and it's, they're like 24-hour turnarounds. Normally, you work, like, you know, 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday and then 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Instead, now I'm working 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Monday, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. on Tuesday and a Wednesday, and then going back and working 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. on fucking Thursday. You know, it's just backwards. But it's the only way to make it work to make sure everything's covered and right. filled up. And, you know, it's it was it was a weird situation because, you know, we're contractors doing union work, and there is a union person who also does the same job we are. And for some reason, my company and their company didn't want them covering shifts that we were covering because it's not their responsibility until we find out that they should be covering it because oh just God. because just because we had a contractor covering that third shift, that third shift technically still belongs to that union-based company. So in a way, we were filling it as a favor to them. Oh. But the thing is, our company wants to make money, and they make money when we're there more. Um, right. And their company wants to save money because we pay less when we're there, uh, right. when we're there less. So it became a whole thing. Um, but, yeah, it's just it just sucks knowing that. And I, I know it's a good thing for me, being who I am. Because yeah. I'm a, I'm a very uh, I'm a very uh, co- uh, company based guy. Like I'm willing to do what I can to make a company look good, not yeah. for the management, but for the people I work with and the company I work for. Right. Because I'm, I'm a very loyal coworker to my coworkers. 100. percent And it's, it's what I, it's what I told Andrew, the, the guy I work with. I was like, I came back two weeks ahead of time because of him, because. Because it was just him and the girl who were covering my shift while I was gone, and now that she was gone, it would would just been him. So I came back because of him, because I didn't want him to have to struggle. And yeah, I mean, like there there are there are days where the end of my shift I'm fucking hurting, not so much as when I went out, but sore, you know, like fucking yeah. be down. But I mean, I, I can make it through the fucking day. And the thing is, like, I know that I'm doing the best I can at the. And, and what I'm capable of doing. And I know yeah. that other people see it and appreciate it too. Not so much management because all they care about is making sure I show up on time and I'm there through the whole thing. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, no, just, I just think if you, if you just from a managerial standpoint, yeah. if you want your employees to show up on time and to work effectively and be able to work their whole shifts, your employees need to be healthy and mm-hmm. physically well enough to do the shift. Yeah. And and not exhausted because you can't keep employees. Like I just don't this this managerial idea of like you've given people a little bit of power and now they're going to lord it over you and and force you to do everything that they want to force you to do is insane. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. insane. It's to me it's anti-American. It's anti-worker and yeah. it's it's bad manager man, uh managerial skills. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You're, you're a shitty – if you do not treat your employees like people, you are a shitty employer and you are a yeah. shitty manager. That's my yeah. opinion. 
And I'm not talking about your company in particular. I'm talking about every any manager. If you think that you're some big important person with a big swinging dick because you're you got manager in your title, you yep. should go home and kill yourself. The th- yeah, and you know, and the thing is, like, <laughs> not actually. Please don't actually do yeah. that. But you know, Ment- yeah, mentally, emotionally destroy yourself. You yeah, <laughs> you don't deserve to be a manager if that's how you feel. No. No, and I agree with you 100. The thing is, like, and I know what I like. I know what I'm going through sucks. Like, it's 100, it's 100 garbage. But I think the worst of it, it's those, it's those teenagers, those 16, 17 year olds who like are getting their first job and don't quite understand what their rights are as employees. Yeah, like, I, and they I, get run roughshod. Yeah, I remember when I was working at McDonald's, and I didn't realize that this was illegal until a few years later. But uh, I worked a 19 hour shift on a Saturday once. Um, it was like during, it was during the Will County Fair. I showed up at like 6 a.m. No one else was willing to come in and work. People were calling off because it was the fair. So I ended up staying the entire 19 hours of that day. And, uh, I ended up with like, uh, I think it was like 52 hours of work that week. Jeez. And, uh, so what they did is they took the 12 hours from that week, dropped it to the next week. So right. Made it, so it made it 40 and 40. And I told him, like, well, why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. Like, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. You get paid for it either way. But I didn't realize I just lost 12 hours of time and a half. Right. And apparently that is illegal. And I didn't know right. that until yeah, years absolutely. later. That's wage I didn't, Yeah, because I didn't think about that shit. I mean, at fucking 16, 17 years old, time and a half isn't really a concept in my mind. It's just right. hours work. But, I mean, yeah, it was hopefully it's, ideally at 16, 17, you're, the money you're spent, you're, you have is, like, either going into savings for – for yeah. college or a house in the future or, you know, helping you put gas in your car. Like, oh, yeah. you know, well, you're, not, you're not thinking about it because you don't, you shouldn't need it to live. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that's all I cared. I mean, that's money for me back then was, like you said, gas in the car, paying for the car insurance, paying for the cell phone bill and then right. time out with my friends and shit like that. Yeah, I really exactly. didn't go out. I didn't really go out with my friends and everything because for some reason McDonald's, regardless of, you know, being in high school or not, Still felt the need to fucking, you know, schedule me 4 p.m. to fucking close. Yeah, I remember that. And again, like, I, being, being, you know, who I was at that time, I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm just going to do it for the company. It's going to make me look as, it's going to make me look good in the employer's eyes. I'm going to fucking, you know, whatever. You know, and I, I had late arrivals. So, I mean, I didn't have to be out of school until, uh, I think like 9.15 or some shit, 9 o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. even if I get off work at 1 in the morning, I get home at 2, I can still sleep for 7 hours, go to work, uh, school and shit like that. But, you know, they do it for, like, they did it, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And all of a sudden, they did it Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. All of a sudden, it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. It was like, it was like I was almost closing every single night as a yeah, high school they student. could. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because, I, because you're, you're a high school student. You're making probably minimum wage or maybe a little yep. bit more. Yeah. And, and, I went, and they can't. And, I, and you're, you're yeah. cheaper than a manager who's, who's going to make twice that. Yep. And I didn't say no. That was the big thing. They just did. Yep. I mean. The only time I ever said no at McDonald's is when I self-terminated myself because they scheduled me outside of my availability. And I got, I, I self-terminated myself for refusing to show up for a shift I was scheduled for. But you know what? It, it was one of those joke things. It was like, okay, motherfuckers, like, I sat here and I worked every shift you asked me to do. I worked yeah. over when you asked me to do. I worked into, like, I worked overnight, you know, yeah. like, I worked clothes on school nights for you and stuff. And like, and this is what happens? Which, yeah. Honestly, it was a fucking You've stolen godsend. money out of my pocket. Yep, it was a godsend. I was so happy when they when they did that because I was able right. to go over to the fucking Taco Bell 
and I got paid more money. They closed at 10 o'clock instead of midnight. So I, you know, when I got home, I got home at 11 o'clock and shit. Yeah. It, I was able to have jeans on instead of those black bullshit pants. I was able to have a beard. It was, it was a better environment, nicer fucking people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, yeah, it's, it sucks because, you know, it's like looking back and realizing all the jobs I've had in life, everyone I worked for, everyone always had their flaws. The only person that I didn't have a problem with as a boss was uh, Derek's dad when I worked for his landscaping company. Yeah. Awesome guy. Now, obviously, yeah, he's a good there, guy. Yeah. Obviously, there were moments where he was like a little bit annoyed because, you know, maybe me and Derek took a little bit too long to do a job or, you know, maybe I edged wrong or something like that. And he got, yeah. he got a little, he got a little frustrated, but never got angry, never yelled at me. You know, yeah. just like, you know, just kind of like a, uh, you know, like a, <sighs> okay, let's look at what you did here. You know, stuff like right. that. Well, so, and I imagine he took it, took it as an opportunity to help you learn how to do it right next time. Exactly. And it, the thing is, like, because he, and because he knew my work ethic, he knew I was willing to, Learn from my mistakes and get better the next time. I mean, that's why, you know, like when, when he was looking at, you know, moving on and retiring and being done with landscaping, there was a small little discussion about me taking it over. That wasn't my thing. I uh, just, I couldn't really get into that. Uh, yeah. But even when, uh, even when I was laid off during the wintertime and I was helping with shoveling and stuff, you know, he was talking about, you know, getting another plow, getting my own truck and stuff like that. Um, obviously I found a job before any of that happened, but. Right. You know, it was it was one of the things like at least he appreciated it. And I think that does factor into the whole thing of he knew me since birth. So it's not right. like it's not like I was some like brand new employee and stuff like that. So maybe there was some like little nepotism there on like his patience for me and stuff, but it didn't matter if it was McDonald's, if it was Sears, uh Taco Bell was it was okay. It did have their moments where uh some management had a sense of entitlement that they could say whatever. Um, they didn't like me though because I, as a senior in high school, I was able to take days off to cover daytime shifts because I could graduate early, but I chose not to. Yeah. Um. Oh, did I tell you that I found my ACT scores? Oh no. Yeah, I did. I can't remember. I fucking. Oh, I think okay. I put them away again. I did tell you. I I will tell you. Uh, I I I did very poor on the reading. Hmm. Ah, uh, where the hell did they go? Yeah, no, my reading score sucked. It was it was huh. really, it was really fucking bad. Uh, here we go. Um, so I think composite is what the overall score was. Oh, gotcha. Give me sense. So, so uh, I got a sixteen, and I think it was out of like thirty-five. Yeah, I think that's right. So, gotcha. uh, definitely stupid. Yeah. But uh, I got an 18 in English, I got a 17 in math, an 18 in science, I got a 9 in reading. Huh. Um, per- yeah, uh, percent at or below national comp, uh, so the, I think the national composite at that time was 20. Gotcha. So I guess not too far off. Uh, no. But yeah, reading, uh, reading definitely uh, fucked me. Huh. So yeah, no, I, I went ahead and uh, looked it up just for the just for the hell of it because I knew we were talking about it. Oh, nice! But I never took the ACT. I only took the SAT. Yeah, I don't think I took the SCT. I think we talked yeah. about. It. I think there was one I took and one I didn't. I think uh, yeah, it's the ACT. Uh, but long story short, about the whole thing, um, disability insurance is definitely a headache when you have the wrong management who is in control of it. Uh, HR sucks. 
Um, yeah, well, they're, you know, their, their, their job is not to protect employees. Their job is to protect the company from lawsuits. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yep. It's, and it's weird because like, you know, like if I ever get an opportunity, there is an opportunity out there for another job in the future. I could end up working for a union. I've never worked for a union before. Um, they seem like their own type of headache, but you know what? They seem to be kind of, uh, protected. So. Yep. But yeah. Better wages, better benefits, typically. True. True. Hi, right, Joe. Um, God, that's crazy. Six. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah, no, it's, it's, oh, trust wow. me, I, I live quite the life. There's always seems to be, um, something. Yeah, like every time when something seems like it's going to work itself out, shit fucking hits. And you know what? I, I can only look at it as a challenge that God puts before me to see how strong I truly am. Hmm. I just gotta overcome it. And you know what? I think I did. I think I did pretty well with it. Now I just got to see how the uh, next month of my life is where uh, I think I'm working every day, but maybe two or three days between now and mid-February. Uh, rumor has it that there may be a strike going on where uh, I currently work. If that's the case, then uh, they're going to have to figure something out because there's no way in hell I'm going to work every single fucking day. Yeah, join the strike. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you know, I was asking them, I'm like, what What would the company do if it's like I worked my 12-hour shift and I spent the next 12 hours out with you guys picketing and barbecuing and shit like that? Like, what the fuck are they going to do? Right. And that was another thing they were talking about. They were talking about, like, lock-ins and shit like that, but how, like, we'd have to fucking stay there and sleep there and we wouldn't be able to leave. Fuck that. That, that is some 19th century bullshit. Yeah, right and that's the thing too. Is like, because they're they also going to hire Pinkertons to come mow you guys down with machine guns. <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's it's a goofy mindset. And, and don't get me wrong. For those of you who work at the company I work at, who are listening to the show, realize that I love you guys and I do appreciate uh, being supporters of the show. But like the the, the ideas that they have that's going to go into a potential strike. Blows my fucking mind because I'm being told that like you know it's like well you know if you do go in you shouldn't walk out because you don't you don't know who's gonna do what when you if you cross that picket line I'm like motherfucker you know this isn't Jimmy Hoffa it's not the fucking mob it's not the 19 fucking 40s or 60s right. like no no one's going to beat me up you know it's like like it's not it's not like I'm going to fucking walk through a gate and somebody's gonna fucking throw rocks and beat the shit on me right this no isn't one, this isn't UPS or FedEx. <laughs> right like no one's gonna <laughs> slash my fucking tires like i'm being told like oh you should bring extra tires just in case like no one's gonna slash my fucking tires like like the idea that people think that that could be a possibility blows my fucking mind to think that okay we are in 2021 i have seen the people that work in this uh company i work at there is not one person that I'm going to be afraid to walk past if I decide to fucking leave. And you know what? If I do leave, and I had the same conversation when I worked at Trans Chicago, when there was a fear that the mechanics were going to fucking strike. And uh, one of the guys there, and it was, it always seems to be an older guy, a guy who yeah. was like, like his late fifties, early sixties, who lived a certain way forty fucking years ago. He'd say right. like, "Well, I'm telling you right now, Travis." Uh, you know, if we go on strike, you know, we, you know, we're hoping that you choose, you know, you, you refuse to work. And I'm like, well, I understand that and I appreciate your thought on it, but you don't pay my bills. So I'm not part of the union. You guys are not yep. pushing your union company to hire me as a union guy. Yep. So yeah, so I'm going to continue to show up for work regardless of whatever that is. Uh, do whatever I got to do. And yeah, I'm going to show up and everything's going to be fine. It's like, well, I mean, 
you know, I wouldn't walk, I wouldn't walk across our line. I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell you right now, bud, I'm going to walk into work. If you guys are standing there, I will move around you, but I'm going to go to work. You're not going to stop me from going to work. Right. Um, it's the same thing about being locked in. All these people are like, well, they're going to let you know, you know, as soon as you come in here, they're not going to let you leave. I'm like, this isn't a fucking prison. I'm not at fucking Auschwitz. I'm going right. to be able to come and go as I fucking please because they can't legally contain me somewhere that I don't want to be at. And right. if there's if there's a threat of me getting fired because of that, hell, you know what? Go ahead and threaten to fucking fire me. Right. If, if you want to threaten to fire me and you want to put in cause because we couldn't detain him, fucking right. do it. It, it, yeah. it, it is maddening that people think that, you know, I had, it, it go, again, it goes back to being a teenager uh, in the job. That you feel like you have to listen to what's being told because you don't know any better. And I, but the thing is, I do know better now. Yeah. You know, and, like, and right now, as I'm told, from, from what I am told from my management, is we'll be bussed in and out at the end of every shift. So as of right now, I am told, I'm told by management that we will get on a, a blacked out window bus. They will drive us off site, drop us off of our vehicle where we have parked off site, and then I would be able to leave and then come back, get on the bus, and come back to work. That's, That's wild. That is their plan. Other people at the company who work for the company, the management who has to come down and do all the associates' work, they may have to stay. Yeah. And I asked them, I was like, okay, well, I was told this, now I'm being told this, which one is it? And they said, it's really up to the discretion of what the upper management of this company said to the upper management of your company. So if they said you're doing this, you're probably going to do that. So I may be busting it out. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'll tell you right yeah. now, if I, if I get locked in there, I'm on the clock for every second I'm on that property. And if I decide that there's a day where I want to fucking leave, I am going to walk through fucking everybody I want to because no one's going to stop me. From right. doing what I want to fucking do. I'm just gonna join the strike. If you're gonna if you're gonna keep me locked in, I'm just walking out and grabbing up a picket sign. One hundred percent. You know that's another thing. And I, I sat there and I told the guy, I was like, it's like you guys' idea of locking us in here is bringing in fucking cots for us to fucking sleep on. First off, I have no idea where you're gonna put that fucking cot. Where the hell am I gonna sleep? You know, right. while you guys are trying to do your fucking jobs. Are you gonna find me a fucking area where there's quiet? Like, how am I gonna right. fucking sleep? With horns going off and shit through the refinery and all that stuff. <laughs> like, like, where the hell am I going to sleep? And secondly, I have back problems. And you want right. me to sleep on a fucking cot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you look, I'll sleep on the cot, but I'm going to sue you when I can't walk after. It would so, be, it, it would be phenomenal. Really, really think about how much money you want to save and or make by having me scab. It <laughs> would be, it would be phenomenal. <laughs> If I fucking had to call them, like if they set my cot up in some empty fucking office somewhere, and I had to call them up and say, hey, listen, I ain't going to be able to work today. My back went out. As I'm at the fucking place that I'm supposed to be working, because right. they decided that the best alternative and best option is to put a 400-pound back problem guy on a fucking cot. Right. Well, and you know they're not going to buy a cot that's like your size. It'll be like oh, God, no. an average cot. Yeah, and then I'm going to break it, and they're going to take it out of my check. Yep. Gosh darn it. Fucking That's nuts. just, I can't even. I can't yeah. even. Yeah. So this is my <sighs> 2022 so far, Joe. Yeah. I spent a week with back problems. I spent a week overworking myself, and I spent the next week fucking trying to figure out what the hell the next three weeks are going to be like when the fucking strike comes. <sighs> 
How about you? How's your year so far been? Uh, it's off to a rocky start also. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, um, right after Christmas, my wife tested positive for COVID. And uh, both th- thankfully, you know, we're both fully vaccinated and boosted. We had, like, no symptoms or very, very mild symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally never tested positive, but I had a lot of the same symptoms my wife did. Yeah. So I probably had it, but was never contagious. Okay. Um, but she uh, she got the PCR because she works for the hospital. Um, and by the time she took the PCR test, it came back negative. So that's how it was just it was a very brief thing. But it's I'm still tired, which is yeah. weird. Um, but I ended up because uh, I was going to take the, the first Sunday of the year off. Um, I ended up canceling that service entirely because uh, we were supposed to get like 10 inches of snow, but we only got like three. Mm hmm. Um, and then the following Sunday, I should have canceled service, uh, but I didn't because I didn't know how bad the ice was going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we've, we've, we've pivoted back. Um, we're not, we're still open. People can still come in person. Um, but we are doing the virtual services again. Um, nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting. I really, um, I'm not as excited about them this time around. It is. It's important, and we're going to keep doing some version of virtual going forward, I think, because it's it's too much to stop and start again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're uh, we're back to that, and I'm I'm really worn out by it. Um, and I just I don't know. It's fine. I am happy. I'm getting paid more. I got a I got a pay raise um, this year. Oh, so I'm in, being paid like an actual professional instead of being paid like a a kid freshly out of college. <laughs> so that's nice but it also means that i got like um it's not that the money will run out in three years but the 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 um you know how it is with investments they say never touch the touch the principal only touch mm-hmm. the uh whatever you know i get what you're the saying interest yeah, you yeah. make yeah. yeah so we're in in three years at this pay rate uh, we will, we sh- theoretically will run out of, um, principle or not principle, the, in, uh, the in- interest. So we'll, ha- we'll have to touch the principle after three years if things don't turn around. So that's exciting. You know, I'm excited, uh, but it's also a little bit of a, you know, gun to my head. Now we have to actually do things, but because of these surges, we have to keep shutting down. And it's like, well, how, how do you grow when you can't have people, come into your building you know? yeah so and you know half half of our congregation has uh, fully more than half actually has uh uh reasons for not catching the virus you know mm-hmm. um they've got they're either they got comorbidities or they're elderly or whatever and so it's just you know it's 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 a challenge it's it's a bigger challenge than it's ever been and you know, we've been operating this way for two years, and my first year I couldn't do anything because I was new, and it takes a long time to build trust with people to to do things. So yeah, but they're they're giving you more uh, opportunities to like bring uh, bring new things to the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about those. They haven't started yet, just because I've I've honestly I I really think that I I did have it. And I'm, it's, it's not out of my system yet. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to bed at like 10 o'clock at night and sleeping through all of my alarms and my wife's alarms, mm-hmm. which is not something that happens when I'm not sick. 
Yeah. You know. So I don't know. I, I like I feel fine when I'm awake, but then I sleep just way more than I've ever slept. So. No, I get yeah, I get that. But the thing is, like you know, especially like it's this time of year, mm-hmm. and always it always seems to bring people like kind of like at like a a, a lull kind of yeah. mindset, like almost like your body almost goes on autopilot until spring. Right. Yeah, I think that could be part of it too. So I'm hoping it's that. I'm hoping it's like time of year meets having to do online services again. Um, yeah, that would be ideal. That would be that would be better than than being sick. Or, or having any kind of long COVID thing. Yeah. So. Well, it, it seems it seems like as we're going through, and I I, I keep a little bit updated on, uh, you know, the CC, uh, CDC's policies and like you know the World Health Order, like all the shit that they're planning on doing. Like it seems like everything's kind of lightening up a lot. Like as far yeah. as restrictions and shutdowns. I mean, I think I just saw the other day that uh, England is like opening up a hundred percent. Like just just yeah. going back. There's no more mask mandates. There's no shutdowns. Like everything is just like. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go back to normal. You know, kind yeah. of thing, which is surprising for me because I didn't think England would be like that, especially for the fact that they still shit in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it, it. I mean, we even talked about before how, like, you know, now the CDC's thing is, you know, from ten days to five days. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, I know there's been a lot more restrictions on the type of masks that are acceptable. Uh, Colin was actually telling me the other day when he was going to the doctor's office. Uh, for his annual physical, he went in with a cloth mask, and they told him he had to put on the uh, N95 or whatever the hell it was uh, mask yeah. instead. So that's right. It, yeah. it's, it's and that's what we actually I went out for my church and I bought two boxes of N95s to give yeah. away when people come in because it's like, well, the evidence says that the N95 is is so much better than anything else that it's like it's worth it to have it if you can if you can afford it, and they're not super affordable. I it's like two dollars a mask, and mm-hmm. theoretically they can last last until the uh, the elastic breaks, um, unless you're like uh, doing carpentry and and filling it up with with particles. But mm-hmm. yeah, my dad actually you know. uh, he had me order him a box of uh, N95 masks uh, last year. Nice. So he he really he really got on uh got to the beginning uh got on at the very beginning. I mean he's yeah. he's, he's the type of guy who said uh, he uh he he was doing quarantine before quarantine was cool, but deep down <laughs> he just doesn't he just doesn't like people. So yeah. it's um, but, but yeah, yeah no, it does sound like um uh this Omicron seems to be so viral mm-hmm. that it's it's gonna be everybody almost everybody's gonna get it. Um, yeah. Well, what what do they say? Like, it, it's more, know. it's it's more. You're more likely to catch it, but it's not as severe as the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, generally, I think that's the case. I want to. I think it's dangerous to say that because there are some people who are. I mean, uh, hospitals are still full. Mm-hmm. So they're the people who, especially people who are unvaccinated, are still getting it with yeah. symptoms that are hospitalizing them. So I, you know, they may be more mild or not last as long, but it's also like. If you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. That's uh, my my plea to you. Just for your own safety and for the safety of your community, just consider it. It's it's free. It takes like ten minutes total to do all three of them. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh but, did you sign up for the uh, free tester kits and shit? I did. I did. I don't think I need them, but you know, the government's giving free stuff away. I'm gonna take it. Right. Why not? It's one. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know what? You know, you rather have it and not need it than need it and yeah. not have it. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, I, I signed up for that. And when they when they send out the free mask, I'll I'll sign up for that too. That's fine. Yeah, it was, uh, let's say, I know, it's maybe two dollars. Why not? Yeah, I think what Kamala Kamala Harris said like that could happen sometime next week. I know yeah. this is second issue, maybe a little bit longer, but it's in the works. So you know, yeah, I think it's absolutely wild that they waited this long. I, you know, it's just like, come on. Some of yous were selling stocks because of insider trading uh, before the pandemic hit, and now you're sending out free tests. Come on, come on. I, but I digress. But anyway, yeah. So, so all of that to be said, um, we should see uh, supposedly from from my my wife who works in a hospital, a nurse who goes to my church. Um, what their internals are saying at the hospital is that the the we're we should be past the peak in the next couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. so by March, things should be as back to normal as they will ever be again. So, um, yeah, we're probably stuck with, with, you know, yearly boosters and, uh, and masks in certain places forever. But yeah, what do you I, do? Yeah, you just, you just got to go could one day at a time. Could have just shut down for six weeks and sent everybody money to stay home. But, you know. That would have made the line go down. Yeah. It's, <laughs> there's, there, there's a lot of things that I think, and that's one of the things too, is like, I think people are more focused on um, arguing with the other side and just trying to find a combined agreed solution. Yeah. Like, you know, instead, instead of, you know, one side, you know, bickering against the other and vice versa and just coming to like a, a, like a, like a common ground thing. They listen, yeah. and I think a lot of that has to do with like those uh, those fucking agreements and shit that came out in, like 2020 that did send the money out to us. You know, like some of them, like you know, they they included shit like you know, like this is how much money we should send out, twelve hundred dollar checks, blah blah. But then they also want to include like this energy efficient bullshit. It's like I get where you're coming from, but that should not be a priority at this moment. It's like you know, it's like let's let's focus on the one thing, like people getting healthy. Quarantine, send the checks, let's move on. And then we can focus on all the additional add-on stuff that, you know, the, the trillion of dollars are going to. Focus on that afterwards. Yeah. Just, there, I think there was just too many focal points at at the same time where people would rather nitpick those things and focus on the, the one thing that people actually were agreeing on, on how can we stop coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. It's messed up. But. Yeah. You know, I, I am I am hopeful for the future, uh, despite the rocky start to the year, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, I'm I'm I might go to a con- my, I've never I would you believe I've never been to a uh, I think I've been to one concert in my life so far, um that wasn't like an orchestra concert. Okay, what concert? Um, what concert are you thinking of? Uh, I had a, a friend who lives in Indiana who said, "Hey, you want to see Weird Al this summer?" And I said, "Sure, why not?" Oh, there you go. So we're thinking about going to see Weird Al in July. Nice. nice. So that's that's a thing I'm looking forward to, and nice. you know, it's I think it's going to be a good year overall. But I think so. Uh, oh, man, I, am I done? Am I done with this? Right. It's, it's it's one of the it's one of those uh, it's one of those horrifying realizations on like you know it can't be as bad as the last two years, but we really don't know yet. It's only right. twenty. It's only twenty days into the year, and we have like three hundred and forty-five more days to go. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm honestly I'm excited by all of the uh, the strikes that are going on and all of the the labor 
mm-hmm. rising up and saying, hey, you can't treat us this way anymore, and all of these new unions forming, and I'm I'm really pumped about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I think it could really change some things. Um, I'm not excited for the way that it looks like we're trying to gear up to go to war with China. It's just like, why do we need to go to war? Let's just leave them alone. They make all our stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and that's and that's stuff that I think uh that maybe we'll take the opportunity with having a podcast, uh, that we'll kinda like you know, look more into that stuff, you know, and yeah. kind of keep keep up to date and talk about it. I know we don't talk a lot about politics on this show. If we do it's very little. But yeah. you know, we, we you know, keep updating that stuff. Obviously twenty twenty two is an election year. Um <sighs> every I mean, year isn't an election year anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I mean it's it's a possibility that I mean, from the way everyone's talking, like you know, Illinois could become a Republican governed state, um, just you know, based on what's been going on recently. Doubt it, but yeah. Um, but no, that's something we could definitely keep updated on that stuff. The union issues, uh, you know, it's 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 a new year for us. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, some of the uh, old favorites are going to come back, and we did kind of run out of time to talk about, so maybe we'll talk about everything on the next episode. But uh, obviously, uh, freaky. Uh, uh, freaky, uh, this freaky show will come back in October of this year. We're going to do our Oscar uh, predictions and stuff. I believe the Oscars are at the end of March. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. And then obviously, you know, we're going to work on getting some guests and stuff on that have some things coming out, like, uh, Infinite Monkeys, uh, some of the cosplayers, you know, Leslie Tom. So, uh, we'll talk more about it on the next episode because we did kind of run out of time here, which I'm fine with because, uh, yeah. that just shows that we had a lot to talk more about. More content for you guys. Hell yeah. So what are you freaking thinking about, Joe? I am freaking thinking about uh, Disney's new movie that just came out, Encanto. Never heard of it. Um, it's it's really good. I had I don't think I heard of it either, and then all of a sudden, like a week ago, everybody on my Facebook page was talking about it. What's it and called? so I decided to watch it, and uh, it's, it's really good. It's really good. It's um, uh, There's a song in it that finally unseated Let It Go from the top spot on the billboard 100 for disney songs so that's fun um and it's much less annoying than let it go so um but it's uh yeah it's called encanto it takes place in colombia and they uh, uh it's about a family who is dealing with family issues and it's uh it's a really good movie i really recommend it Gotcha. I'll have to look it up, yeah, because I actually just got done watching Eternals because that showed up on uh, Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah. How was that? Sh- you know, I'm not sure why people said it sucked. I enjoyed it. Okay. I really I did. I haven't seen it yet. I'd recommend it. I mean, I said, like, I, I really liked it. It's, I know they're, uh, they're talking about how there's going to be some kind of connection between that and Shang-Chi. Gotcha. Um, but you know what? Yeah, it's just, I mean, everyone kept saying it was horrible, but I mean, I, I didn't see any problem with it. You know, I liked it. So I definitely recommend it. Nice. I, I still get to see Spider-Man. So Same. I, I think I'm going to wait till that comes out on Disney+. Plus. You know, at this time, it's like, I don't know when I'm ever going to make it to the theaters. So I was like, why even fucking right. hope for it? I could probably go today if I really want to, but I got physical therapy this afternoon. So I'm like, I'm not going to try to cram it in. And I'm not going to go later after therapy because I do got to be at work tomorrow morning. So Right. Well, and you just, you finally get your back fixed. Back yes. Fixed, and then you go sit in the theater chair. Yeah, Come exactly. On. So... <laughs> oh, unless you went to the one in uh, where was it, Mantino? They had the recliners. Oh, uh, Bradley. They yeah, they do. Bradley, they have yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they got those uh, those lounge ones. So yeah, that was I mean, awesome. 
where I'm at right now, I could probably sit there and enjoy it. I mean, I was at Steam Hall Brewing last night, catching up with Colin and Michelle. So I was able to sit there for a few hours. And uh, first time I drank since uh, probably November. Nice. So it was nice. Yeah, and they have, they have so many new beers out there and everything. I mm. really need to get you out here one day and try some of these beers before they run out. They have a new one called uh, Neglectful Things. It's a, it's, a, mm. it's a robust IPA that I think you might like. Ooh, nice. I do like IPAs. Yeah, it, 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 is that what you're freaking thinking about? Is uh your time out or? No, 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 not yet. No, no. These are these are just things that have happened. Um, no, what I'm freaking actually what I'm actually freaking thinking about is uh, I've been watching uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ooh, nice. I don't know how to feel about it because every time I watch an episode, it makes me cringe. Yes, I can't watch them because of that. I'm just like, like <laughs> the thing was like, I mean, years. I spent years with friends telling me like, oh, you need to watch this show. It's funny. You know, it's the type of show that you'll like. And then, so it was like, okay, I need a new episode to watch because I got through everything else. Um, so, okay, let me give this one a shot. So I started watching it and like, I just, I don't know what the fuck to think of it, but it just, it makes me feel like, like I hate these fucking people. They're horrible fucking people. And everything in it fucking cringes. Like, I mean, you got, you have a, you have a, a Catholic priest who's like homeless now. You have, yeah, cricket. This, this, yeah, this dude who voluntarily, fucking Charlie, who voluntarily stalks this fucking waitress constantly. Uh, <laughs> there was, the, there was the one episode, I think the funniest scene ever out of, out of all I've seen so far. I think I'm on like season nine now. Um, was when they're doing like the kids beauty pageant and they're emphasizing and Frank kept emphasizing like we're not touching the kids you know their dress room's over there I'm going this way and shit like that <laughs> but there was a scene where Frank was on the stage after his mic caught him talking to the mortician about banging dead bodies and the cops bust the cops busted through the door and Frank's like oh shit this really happening I'm going away. I don't know why, but that scene of him being like, I, that's it, I'm going away, and him laying down on the ground, I had to watch that scene five times in a row because that was the funniest thing I've seen through the entire fucking show so far. <laughs> it's just, there's something about it that just makes me fucking horrified. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if the show's over, if it's still going, what's gonna it's happen. Still going. I, okay, cause I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm pretty sure that Dennis is a serial killer. I can see that. He's I definitely like, a sociopath. Like every yeah, everything that he does just makes me fucking hate him with like his like his whole thing about like just fucking like banging chicks and just calling them disgusting yeah. and telling them to move on shit. Like it, like everyone's so fucking weird. Um yeah. and, and I get that's probably what the show's supposed to be about, but it it, it just it's so fucking cringy. But yeah. I'm already committed to fucking finishing it. So I hear you. I, I love um, I love like disconnected clips from the show. Mm -hmm. Like if I could just watch a, like a five minute clip of the show of something funny that happened, I love that. But if I sit and watch a whole episode, that's how I feel too. Is I just a total cringe the entire time. Yeah, and you know, oh God, I do. I did like the one episode where uh, Mac uh, was telling them that evolution doesn't exist. <laughs> I do like that one where he literally called uh, Galileo a bitch. So. Right. I'll be wrong uh, sometimes. When he when he invents the exercise bike with the dildo on it. Oh god, I don't think I got this. Like, it's not gay. It's just it motivates me. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I got to that one yet. That oh, it must be in a later season. Yeah, because I definitely uh, will remember that. 
Yeah. But uh, like the 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 old Poils, like oh, the ancestral family. Yeah. Yeah, I I just I there's just and so much milk and eat milk yeah. or something. Yeah, and how uh, the one guy who uh, who plays Sheldon's dad and young Sheldon uh, spiked the milk uh, with bath salts, and they all were like oh. fucking like assaulting each other at the wedding. It, <laughs> I. It's just, it, yeah, I just like I'm watching this shit. I'm like, holy fuck! Like, what the hell is it? Like, how is this a show? Yeah. And, how, and then it, it makes me think about myself. Like, who the fuck thinks that I'm the kind of person that enjoys this shit? Right. Like, like Shameless fucking didn't make me cringe this much. Yeah. Like, Shameless was a fucked up show too. Yeah. Well, but no, that's what I'm freaking thinking about is that. And then obviously just getting through physical therapy. Um, I got to make a determination if I'm going to keep going next week because this week's supposed to be my last week. Um, I'd like to, but to be honest with you, going once a week, I don't know if it's going to benefit anyway, but we'll see. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But you know what? If an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, we're going to go. If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the Geekcast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Nice. Guys, make sure you do follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. And, of course, you can uh, find our shows when they are dropped on all social uh, all podcast platforms, such as iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, or just ask your Alexa app to play this freaking show. We should pop up and you should be able to hear the latest episode. If you are a creator of your, uh, if you're a creator yourself and, uh, you want to share with us something you're working on, whether it be a movie, a cosplay, a comic, a story, whatever it is, you can reach out to us at this freaking show at yahoo.com and ask to be on the show. Me and Country Joe are trying to make 2022 the year of guests. Try to get as many people on as we can to kind of catch up with some old guests. But we always welcome new guests as well. So you can reach us at this freaking show, yahoo.com, or you can message us on Facebook. Uh, Podbean, or I'm sorry, Patreon is going to be a thing here for this freaking show in 2022, which is going to include the Freak Net Book Club or the FN Book Club. Uh, later, uh, more information to come, uh, at a later date on that. Uh, I think we covered everything, Joe. Does that sound about right? Yeah, it does. Excellent. Well, that's all I got, guys. So, as always, I am Travis And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.